0: I believe that interior design should be simple and attainable. Regardless of your budget, lifestyle, or skill set, your home should be a reflection of the things you love and a space you can share with the people you love. Interior design isn't just about floor plans, decorating, and color selection. It's about the psychology of the space. On Learning Interior Design with Marcy Dennis, you'll learn how to transform your home into a space where you feel confident and comfortable. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Marcy, and you're listening to episode 5 of Learning Interior Design with Marcy Dennis. Today we're talking about common design styles part 1. Finding a design style is important when you're trying to figure out what you have going on in your house and where you genuinely want to be. Having a specific style in mind is what helps you create a cohesive design and avoid unnecessary purchases. It's an important first step to any design process. In part one, we're going to discuss the nine most common design styles you can find, at least across America, and key characteristics to help you identify them. There are plenty more than this list, which is why this is a two-parter. The less common styles will be in the next episode for you to enjoy. So. These will hopefully break down some of the confusion and provide clarity that will help you name what is currently going on in your house and what you may want to switch to. So first up, we have Mid-Century Modern. This is one of the most common design trends right now with 2022 and moving into 2023, and it has been for a couple years. It's bringing back flares of the 40s to the 60s with a modern twist. A great example of this is from the set of The Brady Bunch Show. Now, if you're a visual learner, I really encourage you to head on over to my website, dennisdesignedinteriors.com, click on the podcast page, and find those show notes, because I have a lot of pictures on here for you to see, so that you can get a really good look at each of these styles. For now, I'm not going to describe them all, because I've tried that, and the episode ended up being way too long, so... If you need to see it, go check out my show notes, and if you're here to just listen, I'm gonna tell you the key characteristics that you're gonna see in all the pictures that are listed online. So, mid-century modern key characteristics. There are clean lines, organic curves, and tapered legs. You've got materials like linen, velvet, leather, and wool fabrics. For colors, you see a lot of black and white, retro and jewel tone colors, along with some honey colored woods and glass. You see plenty of geometric forms and bold patterns. And there's understated furniture with clean lines and a minimal footprint. This is highly functional spaces and use of the furniture. Next, we have contemporary design. This style is a representation of the here and now. It's focused on the current trends of interior design, and it's currently focused on simplicity, openness, and incorporating plenty of natural elements to your space. The key characteristics are currently influenced by minimalism and modernism. So you have a lot of monochromatic or straight bold colors. You see soft lines and comfortable textures. There are natural elements like wood, cork, and stone in every room, and there's trendy furnishings and decor. The next style we have is called Modern. Although it's similar to contemporary, it has some distinct differences. It's a mix between the start of the mid-century modern and industrial styles. So it's focused on form and function, simplicity, and openness. Key characteristics of this are a lot of geometric and organic shapes. You'll use a lot of neutral colors like black, cream, gray, tans, and only pops of color. You will see a lot of materials like marble, metal, and plastic sleek furniture that is simple. You see also leather, cotton, and linen fabrics. The metals most commonly used are copper and chrome. So, after that we're moving right into Japandi, which is one that I'm a really big fan of. Japandi is a combination of Japan and Scandinavian styles which is storming the design world with its focus on function, simplicity, minimalism, and comfort. The key characteristics that you're going to see in these styled spaces are a very natural color palette you have colors like the browns, the blacks, the whites, creams, beige, and greens, but almost no other color necessarily. There's a lot of empty spaces, which is from the concept of ma, which is a Japanese concept. There's a celebration of imperfections, which the Japanese call wabi-sabi, and you've got a lot of light-toned woods and native plants. Just anything natural you can find from the environment, there's going to be a lot of it in this style. There's a focus on symmetry and balance in each space. And this is also where you'll hear a lot of feng shui come into play. Another style you're seeing a lot of these days is the transitional style. It is a mix between modern and traditional styles. It's a balance of classic and modern, luxury and comfort, masculine and feminine pieces. Key characteristics are the clean and crisp modern angles that you will find, there is a balance between the modern and traditional, so there's nothing too starkly modern or too starkly traditional. You're going to have a nice blend in each of the rooms. Again, you'll see some more neutral colors with subtle accents or a monochromatic color scheme where everything is, say, Mostly blue, but it's different shades of blue. You've got a unique mix of materials that are widely used in this style. Anywhere from wood, heavy metal pieces, leathers, cotton linens, you've kind of got a big mix of it all. And there's larger more intentional pieces of art which look the best with this style. Next is the classic traditional. It's a celebration of the styles of the past, which focuses on intricate details, plush furnishings, and warmth all around. It often has a timeless feel to it, with its strong influence of elegance and comfort. Some key characteristics are dark-colored woods, crystal, and porcelain. These are the most common materials found. You also have a lot of rich, warm tones, especially in your wood, and they have gold accents. There's a lot of feminine curves and ornately carved antique furnishings. You've got fabrics with gingham, stripes, floral, and chintz patterns that you see together mixed a lot. And there are fabrics of velvet, tweed, leather, and chenille. You've got symmetry and classic art that is highlighted along with these ornate shapes. Next is coastal. This is a style meant to create a tranquil space, reflective of the ocean, with a cool color palette and soft lines. So, along with that cool color palette, you've got pops of blues and turquoise. You've got plenty of natural light coming in. You really wanna focus on your views because it's often gonna be near the water and that's something you're gonna wanna see. There are elements of driftwood, jute, Wicker and knotted rope in either the furnishings, maybe the rugs, a chandelier or pendant, or even wall baskets that you can hang. You've got colorful fabrics that help brighten the space. That's where the that pops of the blue and turquoise come in, or even sometimes yellows. You've got wood floors and natural fiber rugs everywhere. And the fabrics that are often used are chambray, linen, grass cloth, and gauze. Nice earthy feels to them. We also have the modern farmhouse. Coined by Joanna and Chip Gaines, this style focuses on combining the old with the new. It's got a heavy focus on antique or secondhand furnishings with some modern elements mixed in to create a beautiful balance. Key characteristics are warm and natural color palettes with black and white accents. You've got warm and medium tone woods, so more like the walnuts family, and the oaks. You've got greenery in every single room, which, to be fair, any design style can take greenery in every room, so I always highly recommend that. And you want to embrace the antiques and secondhand items that you have or can find in your space. You'll see a lot of black and brass metals, especially in your furniture legs, and light fixtures. Now we have the last style for this episode is minimalism. This is a design trend where less is more, monochrome is the way to go, and everything has a clean cut look to it. Key characteristics are the clean lines with some soft curves, that monochromatic color palette where it's all very neutral. You don't have a lot of clutter, you have very minimal decorations, one piece here, one piece there, not a whole cluster of things. You've got to focus on functionality and multi-purpose usage so that everything is really intentionally chosen for each space. And you're going to focus on empty spaces, so instead of filling every space on the wall that you have with some piece of art or photograph, you're going to leave spaces open on purpose which helps allow the room to breathe and your mind to not be overwhelmed by all the stuff. So I wanted to leave you with a quick tip where when it comes to defining your own style, don't feel trapped by one set option. There are two schools of thought when it comes to defining your special taste. And while I plan to go into more detail about that soon, here's the basics of them. Option one is you pick a two word phrase, Your first word is a feeling word, the emotion you want when you see the home and you walk across the threshold. The second word is the actual design style. For example, I'm a huge fan of cozy minimalism. I want a simpler lifestyle with less to worry about, hence the minimalism. However, I'm not willing to give it the coziness that comes from the constantly used throw blankets, touches of seasonal decor, and loads of books. Therefore, this is a perfect two-word design style for me. I'm working on combining less is more bigger designs pieces and still having my cozy comfortable things that make a house feel really inviting. So the second possibility is to pick two unique design styles to combine, like modern and farmhouse. You take characteristics of both styles to find a way to balance them cohesively. The key when you're looking for your design style is to study your Pinterest board, favorite HGTV shows and magazines to see what style predominantly speaks to you and makes you smile. Start by defining those elements that you love in each photo and what style they are. Once you have a better understanding of the styles out there and how to create your unique design phrase, you can move forward with the design process in your home. So. Which one of these spoke to you the most? Didn't see anything you like? Then come back for part two. If you're looking for someone to help you through the process of finding your style, creating a detailed floor plan, and list of shoppable items, then head on over to the contact me section of my website and reach out today to schedule a discovery call to see if I'm your perfect fit as an interior stylist and organizer. I do work virtually. So even if you're not local to me here in South Florida, We can still work together because I want to help take the stress out of your day and create a beautifully functional and sustainably designed home where you feel confident and comfortable. I can't wait to meet you. Thanks for listening. If you loved this episode, please leave a rating and a review. This helps me reach other homeowners who have a busy life yet want a beautifully functional home. If you have a topic request or would like to contact me, simply email me at marcyd. At Interiors dot com, I can't wait to hear from you.